Peace, peace, y'all. It's your boy King Jewel, and y'all tuned in to another episode of Time Bomb Radio. This is actually going to be our first official episode in the installment. Um, we've been doing a lot of practice, trying to get different types of content recorded just for the sake of getting something to you guys. Um, but I feel like I mastered it. This is what I'm going to start doing. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to record for the Apple podcast like I'm doing now. I'll repost those clips on IG so you guys could check it out and be prompted to want to go, you know, tune in and, and subscribe to, to the Apple podcast and, and just watch those, listen to those. Um, but I'll still do my lives where we discuss the topics that will be on the upcoming episode of Time Bomb Radio. So pretty much the live we did on IG, on Instagram, shout out to everybody that was a part of that. Uh, Love All Over, MC Reef. James Demenis, uh, Junes, got 90s Junes, got the Advocates, several people checked in and I appreciate it greatly, uh, Dan Voice, we had a lot of people tune in, um, and that was our first installment of what we're going to start calling Time Bomb Radio Topics, or TBR Topics, or just Topics, so all the topics that we'll be discussing for upcoming episodes of uh, podcast content Which will air on Apple Podcasts Will be discussed live uh, So we can kind of Organize that content collectively As a community So what you guys hear On these audio recorded podcasts Isn't just coming from my mind It's coming collectively From the community's mind of Time Bomb Radio Which is all of us So uh, the other day When we had the uh, IG Live With the good brother MC Reef and the good brother James Demenis. Uh, you guys make sure you follow them on IG. Um, we discussed creating the fast app from the mind of the CEO, myself, King Jewel. We also discussed NBA Youngboy versus Little Dirk, uh, specifically focusing on people who diss dead ops, even though they're responsible for doing the same thing on pretty much every other song. So, who are who are they to to get upset or feel like they have an issue with with um, an opposing rapper or a rapper in general? You know, having that same level of content where you're talking about smoking somebody's dead homies or or smoking on an op pack. So that was a big discussion that we had, um, and you know we kind of we kind of like expounded a little further. MC Reef took it to that level, talking about how um, we we we're kind of we're kind of under the gun uh, to, to be stereotyped and have a certain expectation about us just being rappers in general. So it's very hard to push a positive narrative and be successful. And, you know, he goes through it. I've went through it um, just trying to push positive music, even though I make a little bit of everything. I know what it's like to try to push positive content and it be disregarded or just not receive the same frequency level of of support um that something negative would 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 receive like when you dissing somebody's dead man's uh we talked about foundational black americans fba being toxic for the progression of black people worldwide um and that's something that we definitely should address really quickly and maybe we might build on it in further episodes um as we move forward but you know i had a great discussion with my 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 Instagram uh, uh, YouTube 
host friend. <laughs> he's a he's a fellow YouTuber. <laughs> And he go by the name of Voice of the Ancestors. You guys make sure to go follow him. Um, he had me on his live two days in a row. Huge following. We had about 300 to 400 people in the live watching us talk for about 30 to 35 minutes about why he feels only a specific group of black people deserve reparations. And so we kind of discussed how that went on the IG live uh, that I did for, for, for our first installment of Topics. And um, everybody was pretty vocal about that. So I appreciate I appreciate everybody weighing in. Um, I also appreciate you guys having the right mindset because it's not about just agreeing with me, you know. Um, and that's something James DeMennis made sure to say. He said, I'm not agreeing with you just because I'm on your live, Jewel. I'm agreeing with you because it makes sense. And there's a bigger picture that we all need to see right now. And we're not going to get there by by subgrouping. Or, or trying to um, segregate who we are as people, no, no matter what part of, of Africa we may have come from, um, we're, we're still all black. And, and as far as, you know, um, Africans versus Israelites and all of this drama, inner drama between black people, um, you know, we can we can argue back and forth all day about uh, who the holy chosen ones are, things of that nature. But when we're trying to get to the, the financial solutions, like we can deal with the spiritual later. Let's take care of our inheritance and take care of the the resources, the glue that we need to, to build. You know, we can figure out the spiritual dealings later um, in regards to who's chosen and who's not. Um <laughs> but I think what's really important right now is that we all have some 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 type of, you know, reparation. The same way the Native Americans have have received, you know, the same way the European Jews have received and I have to say European because, you know, Ashkenazis definitely do not make up or account for all of the Jews uh worldwide when there's such a huge population of black Jews that exist and, and needs to be highlighted. And this is all content that we will definitely build on. These are, these are topics that will be further discussed in the near future. I just can't condense it all into one episode right now, but I'm just giving you guys a sneak peek into how my mind operates and, and what I believe in, um, you know, mentally, spiritually. And so today Actually, not nah, nah. Before I even get into today, um, let's finish talking about the topics that we discussed on IG Live with James DeMennis and MC Reef. Um, we also discussed Kanye West feeling like he constantly needs European validation from business, from business, whether it's the clothing industry to women. He's already on to a next European looking looking female. And the thing is, there's nothing wrong with dating someone who's not your race, but it's a problem when they don't have nearly as much going on as you. It's very hard to to, to um, invest in the sincerity of that relationship or whatever they might be trying to project to the public. You know, um, this, this, this female literally has no credentials professionally and you know you're with a billionaire so let's just be honest at the end of the day when you know you've worked hard you busted your ass especially as a black man in this world or a black person in, in general whether you're a black man or woman you know you you kind of 
want somebody who understands that dynamic you don't want just an airhead some hollywood airhead that you can um order around um at your every command because you're who you are and she's she's who she is which is nobody um pretty pretty young lady pretty pretty european uh girl but at the same time um there's a ton of beautiful melanated sisters out there and i see a lot of people saying oh well he gave melanated women a chance you know he had the uh amber rose no disrespect to amber rose but she's fully a part of this satanic agenda as far as what is being pushed to young women to uh make them feel like they don't need to have any type of boundaries in this world um and how they operate or conduct themselves doing things like the slut walk putting upside down inverted crosses on her forehead um in opposition to god showing complete blasphemy you know when have these things become cool i'll tell you when when people like amber rose and people who are considered influencers started doing things like that and that's that's not talked about often enough so um that doesn't really count as far as kanye having a melanated woman in his life amber rose i, I don't believe would, would count even if she um would consider herself a woman of color and even if she is as a as a half a half black woman um she would be a woman of color but there's levels to this woman of color thing now as far as kanye's first love interest his fiance that he was originally with her name is alexis i forgot her last name um but this is very important because it shows how powerful this industry is in a negative way and how they can pull you away from the people who you are most comfortable with and and come into this industry with he came into the industry with this young lady um and on his first album graduation he even raps a, a bar where he tells this young lady's father that he will marry his daughter and that's a big statement for for an album which is your first big big break distributed through Def Jam Universal on Rockefeller Records you know he could have said any female or he could have said no female at all so for him to reference his fiance at the time um that shows the important role that she played in his life you know I, I don't think um I've heard Kanye humbly mention somebody who's not a celebrity who's in his love life ever um, so that's a big, big, big statement, especially for your first project where people are going to perceive you the most um, and hold you to what you say the most, you know. Last but not least, the last topic we discussed on our IG live session for TBR Topics was people going crazy over NFTs. And that's something that um, I, I recently got involved with. I, I started getting involved with the world of NFTs in uh, about six months ago Five to six months ago So I'm still fairly new But to be honest All it takes is Four to six months in that space To be considered a veteran Once you learn about minting Which is creating an NFT And it actually existing On on a um, cryptocurrency blockchain Such as the Arethium blockchain You know there's different types of blockchains But the blockchain that I, I have my NFTs on Um is the Arethium, the ETH blockchain. So if, if anyone's looking for, you know, King Jewel NFTs or to, to trade or purchase anything from my collection, um, I have my own NFT collection called the Good Money NFT. It is a NFT collection of 
25 pieces of unlockable art. There's 199 copies. All right, each copy has 25 pieces of unlockable art. Now, when you purchase this NFT via the OpenSea um, Ethereum marketplace, all right, that's where they have Ethereum NFTs on the OpenSea.io network. Everybody go make a profile, sign up, and uh, look for the NFT. It's called the Good Money NFT. And um, pretty much, you can go on to this marketplace and trade with other people if you have a if you have a nft of equivalent value you can trade other people for their nfts or you can just simply outright purchase their nfts so i'm encouraging everybody um who has a little bit of extra money and doesn't know quite what to do with it to invest in the good money nft now what makes it is an, an investment is the fact that yes it can be resold for more than you bought it for um, because the more copies sell, the the rarer the collection gets, especially once you start getting down to the last 50 or the last 10, you know, it gets really rare. Um, and then you can up the value in the price and sell them for more. Um, so that's pretty cool. But the other thing that makes it an investment is the fact that each buyer of the Good Money NFT receives... 0.025 stake in my new software app development company all right um and it's called fast find a studio today um i've been developing it developing it developing <laughs> i've been developing it for the past uh year and a half and we're we're finally just about ready to launch we've just completed our first official solid build with no bugs no crashes um the, the app flow has been very smooth um, And so I'm, I'm giving people an opportunity To get in with me on the ground level floor And also Collect some really Incredible phenomenal art That will stand the test of time with, Which is the good money NFT So So do that get, get the NFT And like I said in exchange you will receive A 0.025% stake In find a studio today fast and uh, the website for more knowledge on fast is www.findastudiotoday.com you guys check it out um this is about innovation enrichment giving giving the world something something different from yesterday's reality and uh, when we're tying as many industries together as we're tying together with the fast step it becomes a no-brainer to definitely get involved. So, again, I strongly encourage the following of Time Bomb Radio, uh, whether you're new or old, to the group, to the community, to the familia, to go in, um, to go and purchase that NFT. Um, because by doing that, you will be officially becoming my business partner, which means every billion sold is three million for the investor. So, let's say you buy the Good Money NFT. You're coming in at 0.025% with a stake. We net 1 billion, which is not hard to conceive, um, considering Facebook is worth trillions right now. That's $3 million for that individual who invested um, and, and purchased that NFT. So you got really good music, and you also got a piece of generational wealth that will create passive income for years to come. All right? So... um. That was 
pretty much to sum up everything that we discussed on our first official episode of Topics, which provides us the content that we have here right now for the podcast. Um, again, shout out to my bros, James DeMenace, 90s Monjoons, The Advocates, Love All Over, uh, MC Reef, too many names to count, Dan Voice, uh, but those are the, the most profound ones who were really involved in the first episode. Um, so I really appreciate you guys, and I hope that you guys will continue to spread the links whenever we're about to go live. Um, I'm always going to let people know a day before or early the same day of. So let's say I go I go live 6 p.m., you're going to know 10 a.m. that same day. You're going to know before 12 p.m. noon that Jewel is going live and he's discussing topics for Time Bomb Radio's next episode. And that's something that you definitely want to be a part of because you're going to help to shape, to build and shape um, this community, which I hope will build such a viral following that it builds and shapes the world and the way the way not just minorities are thinking, but everybody is thinking. Because if we can get people on the same brainwaves and frequency as us, that's how that that's the most realistic way to to, um, to implement change. You know, to so people can understand walk in your shoes, but they can't do that unless they have a platform to relate to you on. And so in a very relatable way, in a fun way, because we're discussing current events, we're discussing technology, music. You know, we're, we're just getting everybody in tune, even people considered the enemy, um, because at the end of the day, you know, they say that um <laughs> Your enemy should can be and should be your closest ally, and and I guess that holds a little bit of truth. Um, you know, sometimes I guess the enemy needs to see where we're coming from to some degree in order to 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 help usher in that change, um, no matter how slow it may take. Or we might just have to grab it and take it by force, which I'm cool with as well, <laughs> um, because I think talking went out the window a long time ago. Um, but you know that's just the that's just the uh the lover in me you know <laughs> you know i'm a lover and a fighter but but we gotta we gotta be realists at the end of the day and we can't talk about we can't talk our way out of everything um and and we just might be beyond that point but for those who aren't melanated or who aren't considered a minority who 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 don't agree with the agenda and what's going on in the 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 past and and present treatment of of black people um Particularly those in in um, in oppression, and, and by oppression, I mean mental pressure or distress. Those who are currently under the microscope of white oppression, meaning, you know, it's hard for them to get a job, or it, their their supermarkets close by um, aren't providing them the, the same food. Um, and nutrition that they would provide that has the same nutrition that they would provide at a Whole Foods or a Fresh Market or a Trader Joe's that you're going to find in a financially affluent area. Um, so all of that goes into understanding. I think a lot of people who who want to help see a change who aren't black, um, they don't understand because they they're not they're not relating on those on those simple basic levels. And until you can relate on those basic levels, like like the difference in how we eat, even, um, which is why Tupac said we got to eat better. We got to treat, e- treat each other better and changes. He already saw it ahead of time, you know, um, and that's facts. He saw he saw it almost 30 years ahead of time. We got to eat better. 
you got to treat each other better in order to live better so again if you're not black if you're not considered a minority but you you're not okay with how you see minorities being treated you you're watching the news every other day you're seeing who's on the news and for what um you're seeing who's getting slain and killed um over nothing almost um on the news every other day the best way to to for it to resonate with you for real and and just you know get you more involved on a deeper level on a on a grassroots level is to just understand the, the simplicities um of the, some of the the current things that we're still going through unfortunately um in minority communities and areas um we have a lot to discuss though for for our next episode and and um we're gonna get into that so topics for our next episode we're gonna be talking about wavy poo wavy navy poo out of miami um these record labels who sign artists like wavy navy poo with no real direction because they're not signing them off of their off of their talent they they necessarily they more so signing them off of their street cred so how can we be surprised when somebody who's constantly projecting how much street cred they have if they get shot up or if they get murked in their city um you know which is unfortunately what it is uh too often happening in their own city um you know who who's really to blame when at the end of the day they're proudly presenting themselves in this manner um dissing people who they know can end their life and then they got their labels who should be protecting their life protecting their investment in this artist promoting it you know at a high level putting hundreds of thousands if not millions of dollars into the same poisonous toxic message so I definitely going to cover that. We're going to definitely cover that on Time Bomb um, Radio Topics and Episode 2. We're going to talk about America, the United States of America, becoming the new Egypt and how we're currently in bondage within the new Egypt, the future Egypt that we're currently living in. Um, we're going to discuss 1619. When Israelites arrived officially to America, which many North Americans, um, which are the foundational black Americans, are ignorant to. They're ignorant to the fact that Israelites arrived in 1619 and West Indians came not too long after to join them in helping to build this great nation that we know as America. Now, um... There's a few more topics, bills such as H.R. 1242, which would establish a commission to plan activities and provide grants to develop programs and events to commemorate 400 years of African-American history in the U.S. Now, what does that mean exactly? It means you should tune in for Time Bomb Radio Episode 2. Again, shout out to everybody that was present for the first episode um, let's keep it going, let's keep it moving, and let's keep growing this community. You know what it is. Boom! Boom! Boom!